0: Hey friends, it's Ellie. I mean, who else would it be, this is my show. I just wanted to let you know that I also have a Patreon. I told my Patreon nets, nights, whatever. People who follow me on Patreon, I told them about you and I wanted to tell you about them. Over there is where I'm gathering things that I've written and things that I've made, all of my creative endeavors, sharing some cool merch that I made on Redbubble sharing some thoughts and insights and for right now everyone who joins my patreon as a patron gets weekly calls with me we're all gonna just get together and have a little love fest so you can find me at patreon at gogetterism I'm also on Instagram in case you're not following me there same thing at gogetterism all right let's get to the show talked about compartmentalization and how important that is to making time for the good stuff. Now it's time to talk about boundaries. And I think a lot of people, myself included, when I thought about boundaries, I instantly thought, these are a bad thing. If I put up boundaries, then people won't like me. People won't love me. People won't want to be around me and they'll think I'm not fun. And God, no one could ever think that I'm not fun. So I had a therapist who really hipped me to the fact that boundaries keep us safe and boundaries help us learn to love each other better. If I know that your boundary is here on this this line, then I won't cross it because I know that if I do cross it, then I fall into the not fun, not respectful, not listening, bad friend space and nobody wants to be there least of all me. So I've I've used boundaries in life, I've used boundaries in work, and I, I think that they overlap. Because I don't believe in work life balance. It's all has to flow together because we're all one person. We can't turn off our work hats and put on our life hats and vice versa. But <laughs> I really think about this one specific time where I was working for this catering company and I was the manager of this this section of the, the company and I had staff workers who came to work in the kitchen at six or seven in the morning and then someone would come in to open the market at 10 and I usually got in around nine, around nine. I did my best. So I noticed that I would come in to work at nine, and for the most part, everything was pretty fine. You know, I walked in, hey Ellie, I had to walk through the kitchen to get to my desk. So, a lot of times, I would get stopped before I got to my desk. So, I'm standing there with my backpack and my purse and whatever else that I had in my hands, and I couldn't put it down because... The chef needed to talk to me immediately. So that became a problem. Because then that means my entire day, I don't get to set up my day to run it the way that I need to run it. And I need some sort of control over that. So I'm not going to punish my staff for that. But I did start saying, hey, let me put my bag down and I'll be right back with you. Give me five minutes and I'll be right back with you. I let them know, Hey, I need five minutes. And sometimes that five minutes was like just getting to my desk, putting my stuff down and like getting some water or, you know, making my breakfast or whatever it was I needed to do once I got there. Yes, I did make my breakfast at work. I worked in a commercial kitchen. Trust me, if you had access to it, you would do the same thing. So then I, (laughs) things started to get a little rough. I had a little change of staff, had some new people working in different sections. And the person who was my head chef was brilliant, absolutely wonderful, capable, intelligent, ran teams before. And she was absolutely killing it, just crushing it. And I knew that because I would wake up in the morning... Never had to get on the bus to get on the train to get to work. I would wake up and I would have... 10, 15 text messages letting me know what was going on in the kitchen. I don't need to know that. I don't need to know that the other team is floundering so you had to go help them. Or that the truck didn't come so now you're behind on making this product. I I don't need to know all that at 7 o'clock in the morning. And... It came to me cosmically. (laughs) I realized that I can just turn my phone off. Well, I can't turn it off, but I can turn it on airplane mode. And I'll figure out, I know how to get to work. I know when things, when the times, when the buses and the trains come. So I don't necessarily need it for that. So I just started leaving my phone on airplane mode. So I wouldn't get any messages, nothing from anyone until I walked into the door, I sat down and I actually started my day. And I communicated that to my chef and I said, hey, it throws me for a tailspin when I see that you messaged me at 6.15 to tell me that your co-chef is not here and that you really need help with these potatoes. There's nothing I can do about it. I would love an update once I got home, but I want, sorry, home. (laughs) Once I got to the office, I would love an update. But I want an update when you're not stressed and when I'm not stressed. That's when I want the update. I don't want it when you're panicked. I've walked in the door. Oh God, Ellie, please help. Because there's nothing I can do. And especially since... I didn't have a car at the time. There really was nothing I could do. I can only get there when the bus is going to get me there. And I'm not going to take a $40 Uber to get to the office. And by the time I get there, the problem will probably be solved. Or really close to it. And that lesson was good for both of us. Because it really forced her to say, Is this something that is a problem that I need to tell management about right now? Or is this something that is an annoyance that I can work through and then we can talk about it when I'm calmer? And instead of texting four or five, six times, that person could say, okay, let me sit down. Ellie, when will you have 10 minutes in your day so that I can give you a recap of what's going on this week? Oh, well, maybe we should set a daily meeting. Maybe we should set a weekly meeting oh, absolutely, let's do that. And that allowed us to have a specific time, going back to the compartmentalization, we had a specific time where we could share updates, grievances, what's going on, what we need help with. And I can work through those things in a way to where I can be present for this conversation and I can be ready to actually deal with whatever she's saying that needs to be done because she's my chef, I trust her. When she's in the kitchen, she's in charge and I am not the chef. So there are some decisions that a chef needs to make that me as just the manager of the store, I can't make that call and vice versa, but we can't make those decisions based on emotion. We have to make sure that we're making decisions based on fact. And if we are going to do that, we need to make sure that we have a set time, we have a set agenda. And that's just when we talk and I haven't worked at that company for year and a half, almost two years by now, uh, by now. And I still turn my phone on airplane mode every night, every night, because otherwise I'll wake up to group text, Instagram message, some sort of crazy sirens are being tested. Um, situation, it, I need to be able to set the tone of my day. I need to be able to wake up and step into my day knowing what's right for me. And the phenomenal Robin Helgen, if you don't know her, you should. um, She once said that she realized that in the morning she was grabbing her phone before her glasses and she realized that she was letting the outside world make a decision for her when she hasn't opened her eyes to clearly see what's right for her in that moment and that really stuck with me i do my best to make sure that when i turn my phone off airplane mode that i am actually ready to greet the day i'm actually ready to see whatever the life is going to throw at me i may not respond but i'm ready to see it ready to let it in my day and that's why i'm I can take more naps, y'all. I'm not going to say that all I'm going to talk about is naps, but I am going to say that I'm not going to stop preaching about the greatness of naps. I just know that boundaries are good. Boundaries help us love each other better. Boundaries help us say, I need help living this version of my life. And if I tell you, To not do these specific things or to only do these specific things. That's because I want to live this version of my life. And I can't do it alone and I can't do it without telling the outside world what I can and cannot handle. Now the thing with boundaries that sometimes gets a little sticky is when someone oversteps them. And that's a tough one. I know personally, that when my boundary gets crossed I I know that I've communicated it clearly, and if I haven't I reiterate it, but once I know that I've communicated my boundaries what I need and what I don't need once I know that I've communicated them well it it is your responsibility to honor that, and I will honor yours and if I don't, please let me know, I would love to Correct that behavior because it's not fair, it's not kind. So, you have to make a choice. Some boundaries are a little easier to get by than others. No, don't text me before seven o'clock because I'm not going to answer the phone. If you get mad at me for that, just remember I'm not going to answer the phone. And maybe if you say, hey, I have. Something going on and I might need you in the morning this week. I can make an accommodation for that. You can totally do that. But in the instance of I have done something that has morally or ethically hurt you in a way that is not okay. And I have not apologized for that. And I have not made accommodations. I have not spoken why I did it. I can't handle that. And that happened to me more than once. And the last time was with a, a job that I loved. I really loved it. I thought I could do it. I thought I would make a difference. And I did in that very short amount of time that I worked there. But at that job, a boundary was crossed. I spoke up about having serious mental health hurdles that I was jumping through I was trying new medications I was testing new types of therapy I was working with doctors and having all these different kinds of wild medical issues on top of mental health which is also a medical issue because it's part of my body part of your body I spoke about that I spoke about that to my leader, and I spoke about it in confidence. And I wasn't saying, I have mental health, I have medical issues, whatever, and this is why my work sucks. I was saying, here's what I'm going through, here's the challenge that I'm facing, I'm doing my best to mitigate it, here's how. I'm letting you know up front that I'm having difficulty. And... Here's what I need from you in order to make that happen. And that person said, okay, I can do that. We can, we can accommodate you there. Legally, they had to. I didn't necessarily have documentation, so I don't know how legally that actually would stick. Let me know if you do know. But I asked for accommodation. I told them what my boundary was. I told them what my capacity was. And they said that they would honor it. And then it was thrown up in my face just a few weeks later. And that I can't handle. That I would never tell anyone to put up with that. I would never put up with that myself. I had something that was wrong. I had something happen that was completely out of my control. And I spoke up multiple times in advance about what I needed to get through that situation. And I was told it would be honored. And then when it wasn't, it was thrown in my face. And I'm getting a little choked up thinking about it because I felt so hurt by that. I felt so hurt that someone would say, I see what you're going through. I understand that that might be difficult for you. I'm willing to help. And then not only not help me, but tell me that it was my fault for doing something in a way that I couldn't help. And I had to make a choice. Should I stay in this situation where I am not helped, I am harmed, I don't feel safe, I don't feel that I can trust my superiors? Do I stay in that situation or do I go? And I'm not ever going to tell you what the right decision is for you. um, Because I don't know all the factors that make you you and influence decisions that have major impacts on your life I this was a job that I had in the middle of the pandemic so all I can say is that what I did was I asked myself is this situation that I'm in is it supporting my best and highest my best good, my highest good, my highest potential, my best life, the best version of myself, my highest achievable level. And the answer was no. The answer was it doesn't. And not only does it not serve my best and my highest, it actually harms. So I left. And that was the decision that I made, and I stuck to it. And it wasn't fair. I shouldn't have had to make that decision. But I also recognize that standing up for myself and standing up for my boundaries is more than just about me. It's about me saying, this is how we respect others. This is how we do that. And this is what we don't do. And I always know, I always know there's always going to be someone bigger and badder with more resources and more money and more time and angrier and feistier than me, which is very hard to do because I am very feisty. But there will always be someone who, if you don't learn that lesson from very nice and very reasonable Ellie, they're going to teach you. And you may not like their lesson as much as you would have liked mine. But that's not my journey. That's not, that's not part of my path. And as much as I have compassion for humans and making mistakes and learning from when we hurt other people, crossing boundaries is not one that I can handle. If you're ever looking for someone to tell you that defending your boundaries is the right choice, I'm always going to tell you that it's the right choice. I won't tell you how. I won't make that decision for you because that's one you have to make. But I will stand by you and I will support you while you do something that is tough and that is hard and that you will think about and agonize about as you make the decision and possibly long after. But just know, if it doesn't support your best and your highest, you gotta let it go.